0: Everyone, relax. This is Up. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello, and uh, thank you for watching. Two things. We were dangerously close to having another conversation off air uh, that was not recorded, which is two weeks in a row. I don't know. Is our friendship starting to grow back? Is that what's happening? I don't know how i
1: felt about it. In fact, I do know how I felt about it, which was we were about to launch into that conversation and I said to you, just tell me on air. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> stop, let's stop having these unrecorded I'm conversations. I'm not even talking about that.
0: That was the second point. The first point was a boiled egg conversation. I we mean, that a-
1: was classic TOEFOP content too. I know. I that's what know I'm why. saying.
0: <laughs> we're burning <laughs> Banana so much bread,
1: Boiled eggs. I mean, let's, let's circle back. So we delayed today's recording of the podcast because Charlie had embarked on like, in the, what happened? Did you have some old bananas? Is this, like, was yeah. it, a, so, you started look, with old bananas and I, decided I to I make have banana bread? I started
0: baking on a Saturday. It's a bit of a, it's becoming a mm-hmm. something of a regular thing now. Mainly isn't like an activity for Me Iona, too. but mostly because I love eating baked goods and, you know, I don't have many vices these days, Will, but I once I realized that, oh, baking's not that hard and it tastes fucking amazing. <laughs> like and I've got an excuse now because there's an arts and crafts component in the in this in the making of the thing. And then Jen doesn't really have a sweet tooth, and Ian is only little and doesn't have a particularly sweet tooth. So I get to eat the spoils. Like to the spoils go the victor. And in this case, I am Victor. Victor Paieta, call me please. I mean, <laughs> so- I think the like expression might
1: be to the victor go the spoils rather right. than to the spoils <laughs> go the victor. But I understand the point you're
0: trying to make. <laughs> victor was dyslexic. That's what people don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> when that's he fine. Came up with that saying.
1: Exactly. He was great at saying, it's not great at ordering them. People would sort. It out later. Yoda's not great at it either, but like one of the, <laughs> the greatest, greatest people Jedi of, of all, all time. time, exactly.
0: Um, so I've actually been running through oh. a, a whole gamut of. So it started off. Um, mm-hmm. We've also been getting these uh, veggie boxes from this local farm, so getting some f- super fresh veggies. And- so like a weekly veggie box sort of yeah deal yeah. And you don't get to – often you don't get to sort of pick what's in it. They just – whatever in season is what you yeah, get. So, so it's getting a lot of –
1: You're getting what we fucking send you. Yeah, and then yeah. you
0: deal with that. Hey, city boy. <laughs> yeah.
1: This <laughs> is what we grew this week, mate. Yeah. You know, if you want strawberries, you have to fly them in from China. I'm sorry, mate. Yeah, <laughs> literally, this, is what, this is what you're working with. Here's your mystery I, box.
0: I just drive out to a farm and it's yeah. just a, a box of vegetables just on the yeah. side. It just says, eat it! Exclamation eat mark. It. Eat it, city boy. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> yeah. so I was getting a lot of rhubarb initially oh. and so I was like oh, I don't know what to do with rhubarb apart from make apple rhubarb crumble so that's that's I where mean, it started. rhubarb feels to me like
1: one of those things that was only invented for actors to say in the background of scenes to pretend that they were actually saying things like it doesn't actually like what do I mean it is only that isn't it like
0: I can't well you know yeah I, we've I gone out of it. our way
1: to fucking include rhubarb is what I'm hearing
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you have a farm where you grow rhubarb.
1: Like seriously, how big is that market? Yeah, okay, I'm going to find out something about rhubarb. Let's find out. Rhubarb. What is rhubarb? Um, is fleshy edible stalks
0: well, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hot.
1: <laughs>
0: i got a fleshy edible stalk right here for you. You
1: know what I'm saying? That's how you make a baby. You get a fleshy edible stalk. <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. That's the noise oh you hear god. coming from my bedroom. Oh, my god! Um, <laughs> so, okay, we cooked and used for food. Um, okay, a lot of very fancy words here that aren't going to get us any closer to finding out actually what it is the large triangular leaves contain high levels of oxalic acid and anthrone glycosides, making them inedible so like here's the, i mean you could make a pretty good argument and the entire fucking thing's inedible right <laughs> but, but the leaves are definitely inedible we could not find <laughs> any recipe that we could whack the leaves in uh the stalks um, let's see. Um, okay. Where do they come from? Uh, okay. The precise origin of culinary rhubarb is unknown. No one wants to admit to it. <laughs> yeah, because some fuckhead had to eat that leaf and then yeah. get
0: through that part to get to the fleshy
1: stalk. Uh, they were grown in the 18th century. They go back to the 18th century and originally used for medicine. That makes a lot more sense. It tastes a medicinal rhubarb, right? Um, by the early 18th century. Uh, There was a new hybrid being grown in England and Scandinavia. The culinary rhubarb was developed. So, they've they've actually – it was inedible and they've just gone, we've got to get down to the lab with a pen and a pad and we've got to fucking work out a recipe (laughs) for rhubarb. (laughs) We've just got to work out how to eat this shit. So (laughs) <laughs> okay. uh, they've open pollinated seeds, so its precise origin is impossible to determine. So they don't know how they made it. They barely know how to cook it. Um, although rhubarb is a vegetable, it's often put to the same culinary uses as fruits. The leaf stalks can be used raw, like celery, uh, but are most often cooked, are most commonly cooked with sugar. And used in pies, crumbles, and other desserts.
0: Yeah, okay. So I actually did because I was yeah. like, oh, rhubarb. I don't think I've ever eaten one of these not in a crumble. And So I ate a raw one, and I do not recommend. Like, it is – like, yeah, you can eat it like celery, but it tastes nothing like anything good. It just it, – it, it it's got a very sort of – it's a, it doesn't have as crisp a consistency as celery. It's, it's a bit chewier and definitely just – it's not sweet or anything. You can see actually why you put it with apple because apple is super sweet. By the way, when your review is not as good as celery. <laughs> 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 um, so I looked up the top 10 rhubarb recipes yeah. and they all look disgusting. I mean, there's rhubarb custard bars is the first thing they suggest. There's rhubarb crumble. There's rhubarb jam, which looks actually okay. Rhubarb scones looks no good. Rhubarb, Strawberry rhubarb cream. Like what I'm getting from this is if you put rhubarb with something that's actually good. Good. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll basically. it's the Andrew Ridgely <laughs> of root vegetables. Put it with someone talented, you'll get something amazing. Yeah,
1: but much like Wham and George Michael's solo career, what you find is once you get rid of the dead weight, You blossom into who you're really meant to be. That's what I always thought because my Nan was a rhubarb. um, Like, you know, that's what I associate it with. Nan would make rhubarb and it would all be, yes, these sweetened versions of desserts. Mm, Lots of sugar. But all my memories would be yes, you have to serve this thing with so many bad things (laughs) to make it edible. (laughs) Wouldn't we be better just to eat the bad things and not – like, unless rhubarb has some special power that, like, if you eat rhubarb, you'll live for another 10 years. But, like,
0: it doesn't even seem to have a heap of, like, benefits that you can't get with any other food. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think it is the it is the straight man of the dessert world, you know. Like you've got it, it, every if 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 every sweet thing is Jerry Lewis. Mm. <laughs> the is definitely. Oh, but then again, Dean Martin had his own kind of charm, yeah. didn't he? Like Yeah, Dean Martin was at base level salary. Like well, I mean, <laughs> what what would it be then if in the in terms of like great duos? Has there ever been a duo where one is like like just the super talented fun one and like that's like I'm thinking Penn and Teller, like Teller's meant to be the mute, but he's still got his own charm. So it's not like is there any being duo that's built off one being great and one person just being bland? I mean, I'd love the idea that if one of the guys in Daft Punk was doing nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but no one could tell which one it is. Well originally we thought
0: with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, like Ben Affleck was the rhubarb yeah. and Matt Damon was the 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 apple, but then we worked out they're both pretty aptly. What
1: about Seth Rogan and James Franco? Is James Franco no, because he was still like I mean he's
0: got his own charms. Yeah. No, that, that mean, would be like if Rhubarb's a horrible potential gonna, alleged say, abuser.
1: If rhubarb started like feeling people up and <laughs> mistreating them, then I guess. No, it's more like because rhubarb is only good when there's something else. like I mean, is rhubarb, I guess we're talking about a duo here. But realistically, what I think rhubarb is is like the Joey for Tony, or the like yeah. you know in a boy band or in a like a oh, yeah K-pop D- outfit.
0: I think I know a bit about boy bands. They <laughs> well, always, you're
1: talking to the right guy. They're throwing in one for the girl who isn't into the hot one, like yeah. you know the, the or it's one. What's the that, brother of the lead yeah. singer? He's my favorite though. Like for the audience's point of view, that one is like I I identify with that one because I'm not the popular girl or popular boy. Like I, I there's one in the band that I can identify with. I think rhubarb. Feels more like
0: that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so rhubarb and apple mm. crumbles were it started, which is surprisingly healthy. Like, there's only about I think three, maybe two tablespoons of sugar are okay. used in total, and a bit of butter. But I think a bit you know, of sweetness bu- from the apples, though. So that's but the oh, oh, lots is, of sweetness yeah. from the apples. Butter doesn't count. And then, um, so then I thought, and then Iona, she wasn't impressed with the apple crumble. She didn't like the consistency of the crumble, oh. and she wanted an apple pie. And I was like, uh-huh. shit, I've never made a, a pie from scratch. But I'll, and gems gluten-free, so that's the other challenge is these desserts have to be gluten-free as well. So I made a gluten-free apple pie, which I really enjoyed, but the pastry process I found quite stressful. Mm-hmm. Like keeping that consistency mm-hmm. with the pastry and rolling it out and trying to build the pie in the pan. I, I don't know if I had maybe – I I did everything to the letter of the recipe, but it felt like I didn't have enough pastry and I was – trying to stretch this pastry over the pie and i got really fucking angry like i i had one of those moments of just kind of like um you know grumpy old man charlie i was in the kitchen while they're out the backyard playing or something and i was swearing my head off because i couldn't get this fucking i couldn't get the top layer of pastry to cover the pie it kept sort of splitting apart and i'd take it off and roll it into a ball and then roll it out with a pin and then try and get it back on and then I watched a YouTube video where it's like where well, you roll the pastry onto the pin and then you unroll it off the pin across yeah, the top. Yeah, But I couldn't get that fucking going either. And so in the end, in a real impetulant kind of like moment, I just fucking whacked down the pastry and, um, you know, just it was just glibs and globs all over the top of the apples and whacked it in the oven and then went out and declared to my family who had shown no interest at the this <laughs> moment that the apple pie is going to suck <laughs> – everybody just letting you know now it's a fuck it's a disaster i've just Let wasted me, the last you know two hours
1: the thing that you probably had forgotten that i was doing you thought yeah. i'd gone in and watched football or something <laughs> yeah. and you're like where's dad <laughs> haven't seen him it's okay uh it's gonna be no good i mean nothing that is part of the baking process as somebody who like you know has done more baking than they've done regular cooking in my life i will say that part of the baking process, because baking is so precise and you can fuck it up at pretty much every level of, uh, you know, what's going on when it comes to baking. It is – you throw your hands up in the air so often and it's so hard to hide your, like, your fuck-ups when you're baking. Like, when you're cooking other foods, it's just Just so much easier to, (laughs) to, like, fix it up. But in baking, it's like you have to see and
0: and eat your fuck-ups. I'm, and I'm not a good, like, yeah. find. look at my fingers. Look, look no, at these I hands. I mean, you don't that have the fingers for it. You should. Have I'm not a fine details a, kind of guy. Probably so you probably needed really to look cr- up a special recipe for people with short fingers. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not crimping the edges of a no, fucking pie or doing anything. I can't do it. Like, no, And I also – You just not that way. I don't have the eye for it. Like, I'm no. not a visual person aesthetically. No. Having said all that, mm-hmm. when I brought the pie out of the oven – that kind of hodgepodge of like angry tossing of the top layer of pastry. Once formed the pastry quite
1: Artistic. Bit of a pattern,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a pattern, like a crisscross kind of pattern. And you know she how- it, and She's like, this looks amazing. Yeah, it looks good, right? Yeah. And
1: it looks a bit like homemade and like it looks like the sort of thing that you would see in some fancy restaurant where they're like, no, it's our restaurant version of yeah. like an old school, like reminds you of when
0: you were growing up apple Yeah, pie. this is like an authentic 1880s recipe. Yeah. From, and the reason yeah. it
1: reminds you of that is- It's really fucking hard. And most of our parents like threw the shit on top and splashed it everywhere and yelled at us that the pie was going to suck. And then two hours
0: later, we were all like,
1: actually, this is pretty good, to be honest. Uh,
0: So that um, apple pie was, um, it was, it was, it actually turned into a, a, a real positive for me because it turns out that Iona wasn't that into it. Gemma, again doesn't have a sweet tooth, so she had a slice. So I had most of the pie to myself. Like, you know, I was the, you know, I was the, uh, I, I was the one percent of the house. Well, th- I was thirty percent of the house who had ninety percent of the pie. Which yeah. <laughs> I, I like those odds. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so last week, um, right. the last thing we had left over from the veggie box was a shit ton of carrots. So I'm like yep. carrot cake. I'm going to make a carrot cake, okay, but I wanted nice. to make one that was healthy healthier so i looked up a a healthy gluten-free obviously version um so i didn't do the cream cheese icing and i know you're going to fucking hate this but trust me it actually worked out really well (laughs) i just used yogurt and like half a cup of icing sugar in yogurt with some vanilla essence and it was a really good icing it goes really well you get it you get a bit of that tang of what you'd expect with the cream cheese it's not quite as um obviously fatty as as the cream cheese so it's a bit Thin. If I can't think of a better way to describe it because you're sort of having to kind of, you know, you put a bit of water in with it as well to make sure it covers the whole cake. So it's not like that. You know, when you get to the icing of the cake and it's like, I did it. I, you know, I, I climbed Mount Cake, and now here's my reward: is the delicious icing. So it's not that you don't get that little ha, ha, high note at the end of the cake. But I think it's pretty, pretty serviceable.
1: Yeah. Look, I mean, I've I've been on the public record about this, uh, you know, at all times, which is that. <laughs> Like cake is just a publicly acceptable way to eat icing and the idea that like the icing is the topper not the feature is like one of the most fucked up things about our society so i don't really care what the carrot cake underneath is like i disagree i'm here for the icing.
0: i enjoy the cake more than
1: the icing yeah, I whenever know, i eat a wrong. cake you're i am constantly wrong about this you it's too like, sweet you, no but that's because you're a fucking tourist right <laughs> like you don't eat as much cake as me like i know what i'm talking about i keep, I, I eat cake i would eat cake 4 times a week minimum Four times a week, I would eat really? cake. Yeah, minimum. <laughs> when I'm doing shows every day, like every single day that I How do a show, I will from? eat a piece of cake. The cake
0: is widely available. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but like if I, I'm thinking shops, like
0: I'm like I'll go to somewhere this, nice. This, the same shop, or are yeah. you trying different cakes, or you got regular? You no, go so cakes. when
1: I'm in Melbourne, I did like a cake a, a, a different cake a day. So I would look up like places in the city that had like. You know, famous cakes. There's a place called Black Star Bakery, for example, that has this like world famous Instagramable, you know, cake. And I was like, oh, all right, that's the one I'm going to have today. But some days it's just I'm walking past like some place and there's like a cake in the window. I'm like, oh yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I'd like we go to like quite, like a <laughs> Greek cake. Like there's a, you know, like a a Greek Greek bakery. Like, you know, one of those sort of like orange and semolina or lemon sort of like, you know. like I don't want it to be like the same sort of cake every day. Like I like a variety of cake. And I've got to say that I used to be quite mocking a carrot cake, but for whatever reason, recently I've quite got back into carrot cake. And I agree with you. The cake is like when a good carrot cake is good, there's actually one that the organic bakery in Byron Bay makes that is – Proper old – like, I mean, even the icing is full of so many grains and – it's like it's like the icing you'd eat if you were climbing up a mountain, you know? You'd have yeah, it yeah. in your pocket because it's just like full of trail mix and <laughs> like nuts and forage shit. Like, it, it's the healthiest tasting cake I've ever eaten, but it is. It's delicious and it doesn't have, you know,
0: all that sort of traditional cream cheesy element of it. Yeah, I was surprised though that the carrot cake probably had more sugar than – the apple crumble. I would have thought the apple crumble was going to be the worst because it tastes the sweetest, Mm but But I think apple apple. crumble – It's the apple, but it's also the the butter. The apple crumble has more butter. Mm -hmm. Well, potentially I could have put more butter in um, the carrot cake, but I I cut back on that. And then, yes, so today – um, again, my family's showing zero interest, so it's become more my thing now. Um, we had leftover bananas from the veggie box, yeah. and they were all getting brown. So I was like, well, I know what to do with those. Mm-hmm. Stick them on my butt. <laughs> it's the worst time
1: to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like you've got to get them when they're firm and green, I'd
0: imagine. No, no, no. <laughs> no I think, no, 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 no. I did that once. Well, never again. <laughs> Banana green will be unseen. <laughs> oh That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why we took that method. Oh so I mashed up the bananas. Uh-huh. Um, again, found a healthy recipe. So- yep. Not a lot of sugar, mainly like honey and, yeah. and, and other stuff. And bananas are very sweet anyway. Uh, you um, know what you
1: would say when you went to the toilet the first time after that? Sorry, I'm, sat, I'm <laughs> so sad that going, I'm going, we, I'm we going that back turn. for You've this joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I should have said it at the time. It's going to annoy me for the next 40 okay. minutes if I just don't say it out loud. The next time you went to the toilet after shoving the banana up your ass, you would say, better <laughs> <laughs> be worth it. <laughs> won't be. How could it be? This shit is bananas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it was. Uh, I tough my cap to you, sir. It was definitely worth
1: the wait.
0: Jamie <laughs> 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 just walks past the bathroom and just hears me muttering. This shit is it's bananas. You alright now? Don't come in. Don't come in here. Oh, it's okay. I'm just about to eat one of the bananas. No, don't do that either. <laughs> no, I definitely don't do that. Let me, let me take
1: the skin off first. <laughs> the local farmer's refusing to send them anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Go. <laughs> so, today, yes. and we had scheduled like a morning record, like 11 a.m., mm-hmm. and uh, yes. it was about 10, and I was like, yeah, I should make this on time, no probs, because I thought in – in in the past the baking's been about like 40 minutes the most but i got that shit in the oven and then i looked up the cooking time and it was like an hour and i was like oh that that took me by surprise is that what your 55 did, minutes when yes. i cooked it yeah 55, 55 to 60 minutes yep. 60 if you ha- and i did throw in some dark chocolate and some pecans oh so did you um, uh toast the pecans before no. you put them in No, I didn't. I didn't. I uh, I felt that maybe the oven would do the heating for me. I know, but if you
1: put uh, like, if you put like, anyway,
0: again, I made a lot of banana bread
1: during lockdown. But if you're going to put pecans in, and I did some versions with pecans, nice, good, good, good option, I reckon. But if you like toast them lightly under the griller or whatever just before you actually put them in, the flavor really comes out in the.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did think about that. I mm. knew I was being lazy, but I just—I I had so a podcast to record. Yeah, no, I understand.
1: Yeah. I'm not. This was so. This was the discussion we were having off air, which was that I said, "Did you leave it in the pan?" Because the way like the, the the best recipe that I cooked by was, "Oh, did you put
0: it straight in the pan, or did you put baking uh, paper in the pan?" They said to not. They said to butt it just to uh-huh. grease the dish, but I used baking paper because I was like. It's not the right – because that, that's, uh, that's this is the controversial element is I don't actually have a bread tin, so I've used a cake tin. So I actually had two trays out at one point. I had like my wide sort of baking tray, like the smallest one I have, and the cake tin, and I was like, oh, what's going to be better? Because you want to slice it like bread, not like a cake. So I actually put the baking paper in the baking pan – but as I was pouring the batter in, I was like, ah oh, fuck no, there's not nowhere near enough. This is gonna be like the thinnest. It's gonna be like a <laughs> banana, banana pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to then, like it was I was very proud of myself. I managed to gather up all the corners of the baking the the baking paper and transfer it into the smaller oh. cake tin without dropping a okay. drop of batter. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, because the one I the the one I kind of settled on the, the method was to cook for fifty five minutes. Yeah, and I would put baking paper in the in the tin, and then I would just let it sit in the tin to cool down. So it kind of kind of cook and keep its construction
0: around like the bottom. Yeah, and so, you got me worried now. So when we no when no, we you jump, can take it out. I'm just saying. But you, so it's not going to yeah, like. I like, don't think so. It didn't. It felt very firm. Yeah, when I got it out of the tin, Rigid, like it was turgid? Very, it was cooked. Would you say? it was very turgid. It was rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I tested the center, yeah. and it's all cooked and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming. It, look, look. It, I, I am no. Um, I'm what, what's a what's an expert baker called? I'm no. What is an expert chef? Baker? Gourmet, gourmet I mean, baker, patissier, patissier, pa, pa, patissier? Pa, pa, patissierian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not any of those things. The great thing about banana bread slash cake though is also it's um nice to recook, right? So like if there's ever yeah. like you can toast it, toast you it. could like put it in the pan, you can reheat it. Like My that's- local cafe, yeah.
0: one of their best, like one of the best things ever on the menu is like this v- gluten-free vegan banana bread, which I would think I would hate, but they top it with like maple butter. Good things. And like broken. rhubarb, they put it yeah. with the good, the
1: good things <laughs> yeah. and make it taste good. Blue.
0: Actually, that reminds me, <laughs> speaking of uh, blueberries, is um, yesterday, uh, Iona loves bluey like most kids and adults in Australia. Um, and I just came across uh, this thing on Instagram which was like, hey, make your kid bluey toast. And it's like just, you know, so you, you just – Cut you, you butter a piece of toast and then you cut the ears out and you get a couple slices of banana for the eyes and a banana for the nose and and top the eyes with the blueberries for the pupils and all that kind of stuff. So um yesterday I got up early before she woke up, made the bingo, like bingo's a character from Blue, you made bingo toast and got the bananas for the eyes and put the blueberries on, but I didn't have any blueberries. And I was like, oh, and it's like, oh no, I've got frozen blueberries. So I put a couple of frozen blueberries on for the eyes and then, you know, a little black the biggest blueberry for the top of the nose and the banana. So Anna comes out and she's delighted, you know, I get the reaction I want. She has her other breakfast, you know, she has like a smoothie first and stuff. And then I hear her start crying at the table. And when I go back over, the frozen blueberries have started to melt. And so Bingo has like tears of blood.
1: Bingo's
0: bingo's an emo or something. (laughs) You're crying. tears
1: of blood. (laughs) <laughs> she was horrified. She was like, "Bingo looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> like her nightmares. Yeah, Bingo so like, to hell." <laughs> yeah.
0: So I said, "And that's why we don't do meth." <laughs> Just good to get those messages in early. Uh, the other thing we were discussing uh, is, is a message we need to get across to all you listeners, um, you teabaggers out there. It's something that I've had to get my head around. So <clears throat> you've noticed there's been some changes happening in Tofopland, land. Yeah, so
1: Charlie was main- going to tell me this off air and this was the point. So we had a little conversation about – uh, banana bread, not, not in the yeah. detail we just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we actually got some mileage out of it. Cause I felt like we were, you know, burning tickets. Before. But, but then uh, you said you were going to explain to me something about our business here yeah. at to- Tofop HQ. And I thought, you know what? We need to explain it to the listeners. So you might yeah. as well explain it to me at the same time
0: as you explain it to the listeners. Yes. So Mike Third sent an email around to uh, all TOFOP, TOFOP employees. By the way, Will, you've just gone. I uh, no, like, I love you. Look like <laughs> Mister Bad this, from Easter. This
1: new thing that's happening with the podcast. <laughs> tell, it's when we record. We uh,
0: <laughs> can't record in midday yeah. during winter at your house. Uh, yeah, it's always
1: just, just this period of time where the sun comes in the window up there, just like and I'm, I've like now got a ring light. People can see the reflection. There's like the other lights in the house. On, I'm trying to do everything I can <laughs> to mitigate against that,
0: but there's nothing I can do. Total eclipse of the will is what was happening right now. Um, okay, so Mike um, sent around a very detailed email to say, Look, so what we're trying to do is we've been consolidating TOEFOP into one feed, which is already okay. paying off really well. It's got people who wouldn't ordinarily listen to you know, what two guys one earn are finding it. FOFOP is getting more listens, like it's all coming up TOEFOP, and, and this is great, but. We'd sort of boxed ourselves into a corner because we had been numbering both TOFOP and mm. FOFOP differently. Mm. And there was a very interesting – Mike had done a lot of research on this, and this is interesting because it's always, we have been – so interesting to get
1: someone else's outside perspective on what you've been doing because there was a period of time where I think we went out of our way. Certainly I did, I think. For things, you know, our little niche was that no one really understood it apart from the people who understood it. And, but I, when you go back and it's like when like a new electrician comes to your house and it's like, <laughs> who did this wiring? <laughs> why, <laughs> like, <yeah. why> is- <laughs> your house is held together
0: with bubble gum. Yeah.
1: You your fridge
0: is connected to your bath. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So it's not just our fault because mm. no. when we started- and Not just. Well, part of it is our fault because oh, yes. we've been around for Absolutely. so long. Absolutely, it is part of it like, like, like trends have changed mm. and um, protocols have changed and methods yeah. of doing things have changed. And we've just been this old dinosaur lumbering along- And sometimes they've changed and changed back, to be fair. hundred <laughs> percent. And that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. So when we started podcasting, it was just everyone numbered their podcasts. This is episode one, episode two, episode three. So we started doing that. And then when we started spinning off other podcasts, we started numbering them as well. Then in like 2016 or so, or, or a few years ago at least, Apple were like, hey, stop numbering your podcast because it's going to be numbered automatically once you sort of upload it to Apple. And so people started stopping, uh, started, start, stopped numbering their podcast, But then something else happened where they needed to be numbered. And it's very complicated because we have a server that we upload to, and that also automatically. Anyway, there's a bunch of numbers out there which just don't fucking correspond, and no one and cares very, about it really, and no one really cares about, it. and it's super confusing. And so, my brother Mike's, asked me the other day, he was like, "How many
1: podcasts do you think you've done?" With like you know, all the ones you've done in here, plus like the ones you've been a guest on, and I said to him, "I would have no idea because there's no way to go and look at our feed and even understand." <laughs> like uh, best of episodes or like compilations yeah. or whatever. Like, it's, it's in excess of a 1,000 yeah. easily. Oh, yeah. I would say it's like probably in excess of 1,500, but like there's no clear way for us to be able to just work that out. Well,
0: apparently there is, and we're going to try to do that. <laughs> so it's it's ter- serving two functions. One, it's just a kind of um, we're going to sunset faux yes. not as a show but right. as a brand. Yeah, um, so, that, well. so the
1: old shows still are going to be in the old feed where they are now, yep. but all the new shows are in the TOFOP feed. and Are going to be in the TOFOP And feed. there are, like, I mean, not only is fop still going to exist, but in a way we're, ex- we're expanding TOFOP and FOFOP into, you know, a whole bunch of different areas really.
0: Yeah, but we're not going to be calling it faux no, anymore. that's right. Because it's too confusing <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a sales team that are trying to sell your show and they're like, what the fuck are we selling? Why are there two shows when it's essentially the same show yeah. just with one of the guys not there? And they've changed so- one of the letters and it was already hard to understand what the name of the show was. Why are you making it more confusing? So it's going to be basically yeah. what you'll be getting in the Tofop feed is Tofop Original, which is this, mm-hmm. Tofop With Friends, which is you know, what Fofop. Uh, Me, FOFOP and then TOFOP Limited Edition series like Two Guys, One Urn, and other things that we're planning where we'll just we'll we'll focus on this particular subject or a particular guest for a, a certain run. So that was think about it like we're TOFOP Plus. That is what exists now. Like I I actually said that as a joke, but I'm like, that's kind of really what it is. It's it's TOFOP and everything expanded from TOFOP. Um so we have to I've actually written it down because I'm gonna be recording what were to Tofops with Friends. And it's like, well, I have to think of a way to like an, introduce the show now. Do I just say, everyone relax, this is Tofop with Friends Ooh, and then, you know, roll introducing the guest. I don't know. You don't know about that? I don't that? know
1: about I mean, I don't mind everyone relax.
0: <sighs> um, I mean, we have to introduce the show, right? Do we though? I don't know. Do, I, again, I mean, maybe is things it, maybe, have changed. Maybe it's just everyone relax. Everyone relax, I'm Charlie Clawson, yeah. and my um, guest this it's week a, yeah. is, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I am not. I, I don't love that, to be honest. I don't love that either. No. So maybe we keep everyone relaxed to TOFOP original, original flavor. Everyone relax, is to Like, what do, we, what do we normally say on FOFOP? Because then I guess I'll be explaining what the fucking meaning means to a guest. Hello, and, and welcome, to welcome to FOFOP, I'm Will Anderson. I just say I'm
1: hello welcome and welcome guest. to FOFOP. Yeah, I'm okay. Hello and welcome. What about hello and welcome to the show? Hello, <laughs> welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to it. Yeah, like you know, just start. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm Charlie Clawson, I'm here with Cam. No, how do you start? Did you start? Mine start used to talking? be hello and welcome to Faux I'm Will Anderson, and joining me is guest Charlie Dave mm. Anthony or Gareth Reynolds or Matt Kirshen or Jen Kirk. So, what are you gonna say Daniel now? Daniel Sloss or whoever it is. Well, at the moment, I'm doing so my little side project that people uh, is like two guys, one earn uh so it will still be going well, well people hear this we're recording what, a week or two in advance but um uh, it, it's happening over the summer of cricket that is happening in the uk and uh so every week i have a different guest host to talk about cricket in the style that charlie and i talk about football on our other podcast two guys one cup and uh what was the fuck oh so i just say welcome to two guys one and you know i'm i'm will anderson and joining me is
0: you know whoever is joining me so like well that's the confusion is we're welcome it's 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 everything after the show name is fine yeah (laughs) it's just what are we calling it it's a good point actually you're right it does feel like it needs like some sort of name yeah welcome to Fop. Um uh, w- welcome to TOEFOP with friends. Welcome to I mean TOEFOP can and it friends. still be like
1: it, it it's only about the labeling it right? Cuz once you're in it like like you know what i mean?
0: Like can it still be fop internally or is that still confusing? Is I that- think it's too confusing. I think we're just we're, we're just okay. let's make let's oh. pretend it never happened. It's kind of like the WWE never referred to the history of What what if we WWF. call it no fop and <laughs>
1: <laughs> Make it even more confusing because mm-hmm. there's not one of us in the room. Um, welcome uh, to um, – yeah, you, you're right. It does – still feels like it needs a name of some kind though, doesn't it? Mm.
0: <sighs> All right. I mean, is TOEFOP or, or, – or is that TOEFOP now? Like TOEFOP is – Like, more than just you and I, TOEFOP is. Oh, right. Yeah. The
1: show. And sometimes. Like, people can understand that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hello and welcome to TOEFOP. I'm I'm Charlie Charlie Clawson, and joining
0: me today is like, yeah. 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 That seems the easiest one, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. They're both TOEFOP now. That's okay. Yeah. So, the other thing is that um, we're going to renumber. So, this is actually episode 451. Um, which we felt was a good point. Uh, I need to kick off. Like, I was going to call it the Great Reset, and then I had like vague. Is that like? Isn't that like a white nationalist term, or is it like the conspiracy that we're all getting replaced? Oh, that's the great replacement, right? So uh, I, I'm just going to. I mean, I do believe. I'm I think just, the Great Reset has more to do with like the New World Order or uh, something like that. Um, look,
1: the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset. Uh, the great yeah, team, conspiracy The right? great reset is an initiative is an economic recovery plan drawn up by the World Economic Forum in response to the COVID-19
0: pandemic. Okay, yeah, but conspiracy nuts have taken that to be like oh, it's more than just yeah. you know, restarting the economy. This it's is like the like actually this. great reset. There's no reset yeah. really. We're just trying to get the numbers right. We are resetting the numbers though. So, yeah. cuz there's there's 430 odd <laughs> tofops and 430 odd 40 odd fofops. So what we're saying though is no. <laughs> those four hundred and whatever odd FOFOPs exist in an archive now, and from now this is this is tofop four five one, and then everything that goes in this feed after that will follow sequentially.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, right. Okay, so we're just essentially saying those four hundred and whatever episodes just don't exist in the timeline anymore. But fofops well, is they do, here. but they're just they, in, they in their own spot in, in an archive. Yeah, but somewhere. not in the timeline is what I'm saying. I'm not saying <laughs> they don't. Right. I'm not saying they don't exist at all. They are yeah. absolutely accessible, but in terms of numbering,
0: yeah, okay. Now so- I should bring up actually. I yeah. mean, Mike, I know I know you're cutting this episode, and I hope I'm going to use your words exactly because it, it did make me laugh. Um, I because the only the only complication amongst all of this is that there are like part of the numbering issue was every time we did like a best of or a bonus or whatever, we never numbered them. So there's thirteen, like. Easter egg episodes that. Wow, well, what does Mike say? So he goes, um, "What about the thirteen lost episodes? They're hidden in the feed somewhere. Forget about them." <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, I totally, I love it because, like, this is what you and I need. We need someone who's willing to make the fucking. We don't want to forget like, about anything. Call. We want to be like. <laughs> As
1: complicated as it possibly can be, and he's like, need like a third to I'm come cut in. Them. They're out it's here. Just,
0: <laughs> yeah, just bring in a scalpel. No one Whatever, cares. fucking skin we tags. You need are to gone. get rid of these, or you're going to die of. <laughs> they're gone. Forget yeah, it. They don't exist. But I like it because yeah. I think that, like, for the for the you know for the tape heads out there, yeah. for the real fucking you know people love the deep cuts. Yeah, they'll become the unicorn episode. Right. It's like, oh. <gasps> Like you know that best of <laughs> yeah, sure, 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 <laughs> Like if you're a completionist, yeah. I think it just gives people something to strive for and, and bootleg and all that kind of shit. So I'm, I'm. Are you are you okay with 13 episodes? Like disappearing i mean i don't
1: like i mean clearly from the fact that i have not read this email while everybody else involved in our business trip you know I don't, you can tell my lack of care on this like is i don't care i like i whatever 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 we want to do i've got i don't care as long as people all can right. still find all the episodes like i other than that like what they're numbered that's just not you know we talk about this a little on our um football podcast two guys one cup available for exclusive on the listener app um about the idea that like with football players even my favorite football players i can never remember what their numbers are you know it's one of those things that some people are like this person wore this number and this person wore this number i could watch someone play for 300 games and struggle to know what number they wear on their back and it's a bit the same with this i don't really care like you yeah. know like oh,
0: the numbering system like i'm i'm happy for it to be whatever it is it's a it's a little more complicated for me because mm. i'm the one who maintains the website like yeah. updates and stuff so i've got to work out what the fuck i'm going to do there and foz is the other person because foz bakes the number of the episode into the episode. So, I mean, if you're talking collectibles, there's going to be some fucking artwork out there. Oh, yeah, some good like Michael Jordan's been misspelled sort of posters <laughs> yeah, <right>. or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: or his 43 Wizards yeah. jersey or, or something like that.
0: Um, so, yeah, there's lots of there's lots yeah. of little um, uh, collectibles and right. quirks and stuff like that. But that's that that's kind of what you can expect from TOEFOP going forward is it feels like we have three streams, which is two guys, one cup, Philosophy and ToFop, but ToFop is the is going to be one that's pumping over the special episodes and all that kind of stuff. Which I think, thank God, it's taken us only thirteen years to get to this point. Okay, so this out. is four fifty one, then, is it? Yeah. And so now we count
1: ToFop with friends, which we're just going to say is like ToFop, and just like introduce someone else who isn't us, right? Yeah. Um, so ToFop with friends um, is now in this numbering system. And mm. two guys one earn, for example, would also be in this numbering system. So, if in a Correct. week we like, we could have this episode. We could have like, like sometimes it'll be one or the other, right? Like it'll be mm-hmm. a fault with friends, or it'll be like a two guys one earn. But like, there might be a week
0: where there is both, right? I think next week will be one of those. Okay,
1: weeks, so yeah. that means that if we're at four fifty now, how quickly do we get to five hundred?
0: Pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty quick. Right. Pretty quick, yeah. which does tie into another bit of news that we might as well yeah, announce now, sure. because I think it's going to come out around right about the mm-hmm. same time that there uh, is a chance that episode 500 will be a live episode. Uh, yes, Will and I are making plans to get back on stage. We have booked some dates, um, which we'll be announcing soon, but uh, Melbourne and Sydney only. Just dipping our toe back in the water to see what the interest levels are. Yeah, we 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 had options of big rooms or small yeah. rooms.
1: We chose, we chose like small, small, niche, boutique. niche. But also partly because what we wanted to do was I think like we've done those fun big shows, Opera House and, you know, the Comedy Festival Huge Room sort of versions of this show before. But we were a little bit more interested in making it a bit more in the spirit of the show, you know, not having to make it this big show and kind of like make it more about, you know, the two of us you know, talking on stage, whether there'll be guests and other things, there probably will be, but like with a much more focus around what you normally hear from the podcast. And um, so, yeah, we're going to dip our toe back in and see if there's any interest in you, um, us doing
0: some live shows. Yeah, so that should probably coincide around the 500 episode. So that'll be a nice little coincidence. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think we're going to like, you know, turn it into like a giant celebration around the 500, but I just think it's, a, it's, it's cool timing that we will – Get back onto the stage uh, as we cross yeah, 500. I think we I should mean, refer to
1: each of those shows as our live 500th. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah, even, yeah, like, now, now that there's the probably going to be two weeks, like, I'm just going to like <laughs> fuck with it from inside the program. <laughs> Mike, that <laughs> <Just> fucking <laughs> playing mind <his> hair games. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they saying yeah. they're going to so do? So we do six shows and we
0: call them all the 500th episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get to the mailbag now. It feels like a good enough right. time I get to the mailbag. Uh, Ian, uh, you might remember Ian is one of our, the TOEFL 12 that actually turned out to be, was it 11? <laughs> uh, Ian has writings to saying, when you guys talk about Will getting one big arm for arm wrestling, I thought about the arm wrestling whisperer and thought I should send him to you. His voice is like crushed velvet and he wears sunglasses a lot. Love this show and love you each individually in different ways. Ian from Florida, are you aware of who the um, arm wrestling whisperer is? This is good. <laughs>
1: I think you'll enjoy this. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm just going to share my screen. I'm with absolutely it. intrigued. I've got to got to be honest with you. Like you've got me hooked um, already. Uh, all right.
0: Okay. So, so it's it's it's. It's not really a visual thing. So listening at home, you're going to get the full impact because what it's going to be is two guys arm wrestling and one of them is whispering to the other guy, but not in a kind of trying to psych him out, more in a like an encouraging kind of way, like as if he was his arm wrestling trainer. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Good luck. If Christian beats me at arm wrestling, I'll buy him anything in the store. Let go. Yeah, Let you go. Can just call it ready, go. Ready, go. So they're starting the arm wrestle. <clears throat> Backwards, pull backwards. That's too much So he's coaching the guy Come in the arm, arm wrestle. that's beautiful. Backwards, here, face. The music, right? Good. Careful now. <laughs> <laughs> go left shoulder forward. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> without seeing the visuals, you could think something else is going on right now, right? <laughs> So this guy is really trying hard to get the arm oh his God. arm down. This is fucking really strong, man. But he's just easily beating this guy. He's, he's, he's cranking his arm the other way now. The, the opponent's really struggling. He's getting very red in the face. <laughs> no, you're very strong, man.
1: you're super strong strong, man man. oh man i love this this is like i mean firstly yes as listeners that must have just sounded so pornographic (laughs) (laughs) like uh, they're just because the encouraging way he keeps telling this guy who's doing everything that he can possibly yeah but also just he goes, you're really strong man
0: going You're really You're really to hate it,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but he's coaching them for people, yeah, who can't see. They're having an arm wrestle, and this guy is trying his best to beat this guy, but this guy is so control of not just the arm wrestle itself, but all the technical components of it, that he's like
0: trying to tell his opponent how to <laughs> beat, beat him. him, and he still can't do it. <laughs> and it should be said, so he's wearing mm. like ripped. Jeans, yeah. uh, a rock and roll black rock and roll T-shirt, and shiny aviator yeah. shades, which he never takes no, off. Why so would he? Accompanying that voice, Here's, let's watch another one. This is him arm wrestling a woman. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <I> remember, <laughs> <laughs> is it this arm? This like I was supposed to do that one. So, move your right arm off the table. This one? And then, yeah, but hold the peg. The peg is an Stop. actual peg yeah. in case you're wondering. It's on the
1: table. It's a peg so I that I like can
0: sink down. Yeah. Up. Yes. yes. That's a, good. No, can't play it. With me. No, I, can't. I, can't. <laughs> I mean like he's doing it in such a kind of like yeah. soulful way. Do you reckon he's getting laid? I like it's Because it's, it's I mean it feels like foreplay. Like he's going around to colleges obviously and setting up this arm wrestling table and people are coming over, but like. To find out that he, he ends up being like he, one of the biggest sex pests in American history. I was going to say maybe he's like, he's this love guru. Yeah. Like men and women are lining up and like, you know, he's just, he's fluid, man. He'll just, he'll, he'll fucking wrap his arms around. I want to take his-
1: that. I want to wake up in those arms.
0: Those beautiful arm wrestling arms. <laughs> Yeah, man. Should we find one okay, more? <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, it's pretty It's pretty amazing. What's the guy's name? Okay. Oh, this is apparently a better one. Oh, so this girl's really going hard. She's, like, throwing a full body behind it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing bad's happening. I swear to God, they're just arm wrestling, but it sounds... <laughs> She's really serious. Yeah. Like she's she a professional to, arm wrestler. Yeah, he's toying with her. It feels like a bit though. Like he's hardly moving.
1: I mean, I feel like he's being
0: challenged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just beating her. He, he's telling her to slip. slip to get ready.
1: She's trying to use the whole table. She's like <laughs> leveraging everything she could possibly leverage, <laughs> and he's just slowly taking it down. <laughs> She's,
0: that one was wow. definitely like full play. I mean, I that was. Got it on <laughs> I mean, for me, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I just had no idea that our wrestling had such eroticism associated with it. I mean, that's what they missed out on the on the Stallone the over the top. If they'd made it more like a love story, like Sly's just looking for love at arm wrestling competitions across America. Well,
1: what if, like, my plan is not just to get really good at arm wrestling but to take down this guy? Like, that I'm, like, you know, that I want to, like, that can be my plan. I can go into training, find some college he's rocking up to, and then I'm, like, Rodney Dangerfield back-to-school style, go in undercover as, like, a student. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I'm just a- That's it. Well. <laughs>
0: yeah, give it to me. This hold on, yeah, you're doing good. That's it. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Mm. <laughs> you think your thing is you just get beaten into your, every every time you wrestle another bone in your arm breaks. Just snaps. <laughs> it's just like your cast gets bigger and bigger with each college they just, you visit.
1: I just put on uh, another wire of
0: cast. Oh, yeah, you're really strong. That hurt a lot. <laughs> I need to go to emergency. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> uh, this is from yeah. Tim, who I believe is another member oh, of the yeah. TOEFOP 12. Bloody hell. Um, hi, Will and Charlie. Wondering if you guys have watched the fantastic documentary The Dark Side of Comedy on SBS oh, Demand? Oh. I'm hopeless at describing this show to make it sound sexy. So here's what IMDB says, featuring different comics in their personal journeys while exploring their internal battles, unexpected fame and societal pressures in the comedy world. It's got stories on Chris Farley, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, Roseanne Barr and Dustin Diamond, to name a few. Okay. Now, have you seen The Dark Side of the Ring? Are you aware of that show? Uh, I'm aware of it through you talking about it, yeah. I think. Okay. So it's a spin-off yeah. of that show, which I love, The Dark Side of the Ring, but it can be pretty – when they say the dark side yeah. of the ring, it's like it's 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 dark. It's like a true crime show most of the time and it can be pretty intense. I watched one of the comedy ones and it was just I found it. Something I don't know what it is about my conditioning. I'm okay watching stories about wrestlers being drug addicts and having horrible fucking fucked up lives, and it's okay. But then the comedian ones I was just like Oh, this is, I don't know. There was something about it that felt more depressing somehow. I mean,
1: it is more depressing. Uh, I would say predominantly, hopefully, because less of your close circle of friends are wrestlers uh, than comedians. Wrestlers. Like, yeah, I <laughs> guess that's right. You know, is it? do you think it has anything to do with the fact <laughs> that you know a lot of comedians <laughs> and they're friends of yours versus not really a lot of wrestlers?
0: <laughs> the Rock's my friend uh tim says i highly recommend uh you watch both um basically they're just true crime stories a lot of stories from the 80s and 90s era my partner who hates wrestling loves them the chris benoit story is a must watch yeah that's the worst one that's the most horrifying thanks for the great shows guys i never miss one i am the kid sidekick of the toeflop 12 that's right you're the guy who there's a was on a date or something and into a fight or something, I can't remember, but we, we salute you. By <laughs> the way, what episode number was that in? <laughs> <laughs> TOFOP, episode 321. Oh, so if you're after a kid's sidekick in the team, then my 15 year old self is your guy. Also, my date told everyone at school on Monday, and I felt pretty macho after that.
1: I mean, it's an amazing teenage Did story. Did you get any action? That's
0: all we want to know.
1: So, we, I, I don't want somebody to be writing us correspondence about fifteen-year-old action. <laughs> he was fifteen as well. Yeah, but it doesn't mean we can read about it. It doesn't have to be like action, action. Just like a little bit, of, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Please do not write us letters about the action you got when you were
0: underage. Yeah, do we need a kid so like a Robin? Do we need like a, a young ward? I don't mind the idea of it. But- we'll put it on the maybe pile. Yeah. This is from Genevieve. <laughs> uh-huh. Dear Tofop, I'm writing to you following a celebrity sighting. Okay, great. This past Friday, June 2nd, I was at the comedy club in Sydney to see Claire Hooper. Oh, yeah. While sitting pre-performance, my mm-hmm. friend noticed none other than Will chilling at the back of the room. Before I go on, I would like to say that Claire killed it and I would highly recommend her show. Will's hearty laughter was also a good indicator that it was a 10 out of 10 performance or that you had that weird disease that Joaquin Phoenix has in Joker, you know, where you can't stop control your laughing. It would be really inappropriate for me to go to one of my friend's shows
1: if I had that condition. <laughs> but there was – Wouldn't it? Would it be very appropriate? No, because it, like you need a to like not be – like I'm very aware Giggling. of not being right. the – like I have a big laugh and I I was sitting right up the back. So you don't want to like make the show about your laugh versus the show that's on stage. But there's always at least a couple of moments in a show like that where like there's one of those jokes that comedians love, you know, that not everybody else. And there was still a couple of times where I was like, no, that's just me on that one. But that is gold. (laughs) Like, you know, you're all wrong. I'm a professional.
0: She's right. I'm right. You're all wrong. (laughs) I've been a fan of Will ever since I figured out the difference between him and Adam Hills. When my friend pointed him out, my response was, I'm such a big fan of TOFOP. Of all the things I chose to center on, TOFOP. They didn't know TOFOP existed. Mm -hmm. I didn't have time to explain, as evidenced by the numerous episodes of TOFOP that exist trying to explain TOFOP. I was about to get up and say hi, but then saw Will had gone to the bathroom. I was faced with a Charlie-like dilemma. Wait a minute. (laughs) Is that a thing now, Charlie-like dilemma? (laughs) How creepy would it be Uh if I chose to wait outside the bathroom? Pretty creepy, I would suggest, (laughs) without reading any further. I determined that it would be creepy and that I would wait until the end of the show. Good call. At the end of the show, we went to the bathroom. And that was it for me. I clocked off, resigned myself to not being creepy and left. I'm still sad I didn't get to say hi, but I'm also glad I chose to be less creepy. Yes, I think that's that's a good lesson. When you have two options, it's like Yoda says, when you have the choice to be creepy or, 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 or sad, be sad. Yeah, I think that's what he says, right? <laughs> I,
1: I think liking me is never benefited from meeting me. I always feel it is nothing but a disappointing experience. I am socially awkward and it always, like, is weird and comes off wrong. So I think we it, it was a good choice.
0: One day, um, I really just wanted to walk up to him and say, crisps. Will, how would you have responded if a stranger walked up to you, said only the word crisps, and walked away? <laughs> I mean, not great, I don't think. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> oh, well, you get it. I think I would, but at the same time, I still think that, Particularly, you know, on a night like that when I'm there by myself. You get in your own head, you know, like when you – particularly at a friend's show, I'm like thinking about the show, I'm thinking about the conversations I will have with my friend. So Claire and I went to dinner afterwards and like if I'm catching up with someone after a show, I always like to hopefully have a couple of like original like nice things to say about their show. And so like, you know, often post-show I'd be like in my head thinking – you know, what what am I going to highlight to Claire about what I like? Because it was, as this correspondent said, like um, it was a fucking great show. It's a really, it's a show about climate change and it's so hard to write a good show about climate change, but she managed to actually do something that I thought was incredible. So I would have been thinking about all that. And in the middle of that, I would have come out of the bathroom and somebody would have been there going crisps. And I would have gone, (laughs) like, like my head wouldn't have been in the place to immediately, I would have been halfway down the stairs and I would have been like, oh, like from the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing I'll say about like people yeah. coming up and saying hi, which I don't, you know, have Charlie's a, a problem with it. necessarily. Say hello to Charlie whenever it. you want it. Like, say go hi up to me. him, drop your pants, show him your St. Kilda underpants. <laughs> but here's what I will yeah. say is that it's like when you, um, to say it's the weekend and you go out and you run into someone from work. Yeah that you weren't expecting to see and maybe because you're seeing them out of context because they're not wearing what you normally see them at work, it takes you a second to catch up and you feel a bit like – you always feel like you're behind. That's sort of what happens when someone comes up because the first thing you think is – Do I know this person? Do I know this yeah. person? Have I met them before? And and so your brain is doing that while maybe your mouth is moving or while that person's talking. So – just keep that in mind. Uh, like it's fine to come up and yeah. say hello, yeah, but or, it's also putting me on or the spot. Where really I'm make trying it trying to clear
1: immediately, like, yeah. like the context. Like the people who come up to me and be like, "Hey, Will," and then like I'm literally in am pa- in a panic room <laughs> in my brain, going, "I don't know yeah. who is this. Why don't I pay more attention?" Like you know, and yeah. the, the amount of times I'm like, hello and reveal early on. The nature of our relationship is is yeah. helpful. If we are going to interact, like don't don't make me solve a cryptic crossword by saying crisps.
0: I'd much rather oh, you know the best mean, like, You don't remember me, do you? <laughs> like you got your answer. Like, why are you even saying that? You don't remember me, do you? No. no honestly, honestly, I, I don't. No, sorry. Um, all right. That is Tofop, the great reset for uh, this <laughs> week. Um, uh, it does sound <laughs> <It's laughs> terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, if you want to support uh. the show, the best way to do that is still Patreon. We, uh, you know, um, listeners are out trying to get us some sponsors. Uh, they haven't got us any yet. So we're still relying heavily on our Patreon support. And thank you to all the people who have signed up. I just checked the new su- subscriptions uh, and we've had like eight people join even this week alone. So that's, that's great. And um, anyone who's been uh, on, on, uh, supporting us this whole time thank you as well we'll also uh be making our patrons probably uh, get access to early tickets when we do announce the live show so if you're looking for motivation to sign up for as little as a dollar a month that might be something uh that 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 that, that catches your interest go to tofop.com to check out all our other pods under the banner of Tofop, yeah. So which is something yes. we're going to practice. Friends. everything
1: is under the banner of Tofop, except there is still exceptions to our because there's an extended of universe, like right. Yeah. So we've got the Tofop universe, the Tu, right? But then there's the Tofop extended universe, which is philosophy and two guys one cup. Two guys. So one two cup. two guys one cup you can find on listener. You can listen to all our podcasts on listener, listener on the listener app. By the way, it is free to download, and uh, but that one is exclusive to the listener app and philosophy, uh, of course, which is back. Um, and uh, is weekly, back and weekly. So that's really exciting, actually. So if you want to go and uh, resubscribe or check out philosophy for the first time, featuring a lot of newer or emerging comedians, not exclusively, a bunch of, uh, you know, big names as well, but um, like getting to highlight and have long-form conversations with some people who are on the way up or have been around for a while, but you might not know their full story. Uh, you know, Cameron James is one that, I've had a lot of really strong feedback about people who know Cam from all these podcasts it's and stuff he does with Alexi and all that, but they've, you know, they found it really interesting. I got a lovely message from Ben Lee from America. having He listened to it, but a few people have said they've enjoyed that one. So that's a good one to check out. I like the Chris Ryan one a lot. If people don't know Chris Ryan, she's a really fantastic comedian from Canberra now living in Sydney. And I really enjoyed that episode a lot as
0: well, but they're all up there.
1: Philosophy uh, with Will Anderson, wherever you get podcasts.
0: And if you want to get some TOEFOP merch, you can head to our Redbubble page. It's Mr. Foz at Redbubble. Uh, James Dyke has got a bunch of amazing artwork, not all TOEFOP related, but um, if you want to help us out, buy some TOEFOP merch because he gives us a discount.
1: And I'm going to do a little plug for some shows because I've still got some coming up. So, uh Townsville's probably done by the time you hear this, but there is Sutherland Shire, Wyong, uh, Glenelg. I'm doing a festival in Glenelg. Um, So anyway, comedy.com.au to see some live shows. I've put on some What You're Talking About Will Improvise shows at the Sydney Comedy Store. They tend to sell out very quickly. So if you want to come along to one of those, I would recommend getting in as quick as possible. And uh, Gruen is back on the tally. So if you uh, want to see that, you can go to ABC iview and it is available for
0: free there. I'm Charlie Coulson.